This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. Filling in is Andy Pate, party of choice. And I am your host, Andy Pate, filling in for John Rush, who is gone for just one more day. Isn't that right, Charlie? He's back tomorrow. Hooray! John is back tomorrow. We're all looking forward to that for a long time. Boy, he's been gone quite a while. Long birthday. Yeah. Yeah. A very long birthday. Mine are only one day. I guess that's why he pays the big bucks. Yeah, I guess so. Well, uh, I, as you can hear the voice right there, the melodic tones, I am joined by Tanner Coleman. Tanner, how you doing today? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Okay, folks, today in hour number one, we're going to be talking a little politics, you know, the, after the break and things that are going on. But f- then at 3.30, I'm going to do something, Tanner, I haven't done in a long time. Hmm. I'm going to discuss why I believe in God. Okay. Okay. Now, a lot of people I know, you're thinking, oh, Andy, this is a political show. Why are you talking about that? Well, here's the thing. Christianity, belief in God has become political, very political. And I'm not saying because Christians are too political and they're in people's faces. I'm, they're not too political. They're too targeted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christians are being increasingly marginalized in America. And here's a big reason why. The big four molders of public thought. Okay, they are the media, academia, entertainment, and big tech. All right? Wouldn't you say those are the big four that mold how people think in America today? Definitely. Yeah, well, they treat Christians as basically dumb, unscientific people who can't handle the real world. Would that sound fair? No, but that's what... No, but I mean, is it fair to say that that's how they treat Christians? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they basically see people like me as people who grasp at blind faith to comfort ourselves about eternity. Basically, we want to get out of hell free card. Okay? And that's what we got. And we, we're dumb. We don't understand science. We don't understand reality. And so we grab at this faith. And then supposedly, these masses of Christian simpletons force their beliefs on everyone around them. And we're just terrible and we are being more and more marginalized everywhere you go. Let me give you an example. I, you know, when I was working up at the casinos, people who were atheists, people who were Wiccan, Wiccan, you can also put it, that's witch, witchcraft, mm-hmm. by the way, uh, people who were of other faiths, people who maybe it wasn't even religious, but they were part of, shall we say, other groups that mm-hmm. were very evangelistic, could basically say anything they wanted. If a Christian did, you'd have a complaint filed quickly. You're talking too much Bible out there, you know, and so forth. Now, by the way, I believe that the workplace is not a great place to be talking about your faith. I, right. th- that's a personal belief of mine. But 
if somebody asks you, hey, why, why do you think this, you know, and you got a few minutes and you're not doing anything, I don't really mind, but you shouldn't be pushing anything. On, you're there to work. Right. Okay. And that is my belief on the workplace. However, I just noticed that basically anybody else could say what they wanted. People marginalize Christians because they think they're dumb. And don't get me wrong. We can be annoying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Christians can be very annoying. I, this was really hard for my family. When I became a born-again Christian, obviously that was very difficult for my family, and it was very stressful, not just because I was leaving the herd and become, you know, changing my belief system from theirs, but I think also because I was annoying. I mean, have you ever set, set religion aside for a second? Okay, Tanner, have you ever known anybody who had something new and exciting in their life? Let's say it was a diet plan, Mm -hmm. and they just lost 30 pounds, and you're around them. What is the only thing they talk about? Their diet plan. Their diet plan, and they think everybody should do it. Everybody should do it. Or maybe they just had an investment, you know, and they had a really good streak of investments, and they're just buy gold, buy gold, buy gold, buy gold. And all they talk about, and they want you to do what they do because they're so excited about it. Aren't they irritating? Beyond belief. Yes, exactly. I mean, buy gold, buy gold. I, it doesn't matter if they're in kindergarten, okay? <laughs> you know, a little kid. Hey, uh, that's great. I'm, I'm six, and it's almost nap time. I don't really want to. No, no. Okay, we'll tell you what. When we get back, let's talk about my portfolio. You, you got to see this. They're annoying. People who have something new and wonderful in their lives are annoying. So was I. Mm-hmm. And I know what it's like to annoy and drive people nuts when you're excited about something new in your life. However, what we got right now is an entire society that has come to believe overall that a large group of people, Christians, are deluded and dangerous. They really do. And when a large when society starts to believe a large group of people are deluded and dangerous, that society will increasingly marginalize them. And that's happening everywhere. Do you mm-hmm. see it? Yes. I mean, you, you've, you've gone to college, right? Yeah. Yeah. How, how were Christians looked upon at college? Well, just kind of like how it is now, I wasn't allowed to really bring up my religion. But any other minority group or any other religious, um, even diets, you're allowed to talk about being a vegan, whereas me being a Christian wasn't really permitted in the classroom. Could I talk about me being a Cowan? Because I eat cows. Lots of cows. I, I think that would maybe be allowed, but it would I be I usually kill upon. them first. I'm just saying, so you know. Yeah, I mean, you're right. It, it's totally frowned on. You've got, I mean, basically, biblical beliefs are becoming against the law. Mm-hmm. For instance, obviously, on the gay lifestyle and so forth. And it's kind of funny, you know, I even say this. People are probably thinking, oh, Andy only talks to Christians. No, actually, my best friend in the Republican Party is an atheist. And we get along awesome. My best friend up at the casinos was a liberal gay man, okay? And he was awesome. We got along great. I don't care. I don't value people based on how much they agree with me. Right. Because, you know, you know, Tanner, if I only value people based on how much they agree with me, then I'm not valuing them at all. I'm right. only valuing agreement with me. Right. Yeah. In other words, I just want to hear me. Well, that's part of the problem in this country right now. If you don't agree with the other side you're speaking with, it kind of just becomes a disaster of a discussion and it turns into a almost hellacious argument where in i mean five years ago you could talk with anyone and it wouldn't be oh that's your opinion that's great 
This it, is my opinion. Agree to disagree, but it, we've lost that. It get it's getting worse and worse and worse, isn't it? Oh, definitely. You I make mean, such a good point with that because I'll, I'll tell you what. Nowadays, you can't talk about your faith. You can't talk about anything that matters to you. Well, even with the whole Do- uh, Los Angeles Dodgers issue, I can't remember the group because I despise them so much. But the anti-Christ group. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. then because Christians, which dressing up as nuns, doing striptease, and yeah, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Thank you, Charlie. I I drove that out of my mind, but I see you think about it every day. And no, just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, they were disgusting. They were offensive, and yet they're allowed. Why? Because who are they picking on? Christians. A Christian group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm going to talk the second half of this hour about why I believe in God. And by the way, folks, not to convert people or hold an altar call. There's not going to be any of that. Okay. All I want to do is show people that we're not deluded or dangerous. We're not dumb or scary at all. And this is even good for you. You'll have conservatives out there listening who are not Christian. But it's going to be good for you, too, because you'll get to learn that all these Christians in your party who you are sometimes embarrassed of, maybe they're not so dumb. And maybe it's easier to work together than you think. And I'm not just going to show why I believe in God, but I'm really going to also show why we're not scary why we're not a threat to anyone. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Yeah. And uh, by the way, if anybody's got a story, you know, that you've experienced, you know, maybe you've experienced as a Christian in the workplace, maybe you've experienced as a Christian in politics, maybe in schools, maybe in wherever. If you've got a story and you want to share it, what is our number? 303-477-5600. Give us a call and let us know because I would like to share that with you. I would like to hear why, you know, just what some other people have been going through, because I'll tell you what, it can be really scary. And for the second half hour of this, this first hour, we're going to be talking about what, I'm just going to put the, I'm just going to be honest, very clear reasons that God makes sense. Okay. Uh, then in hour number two, we're going to be talking with Eli Bremer and we're going to look at everything that went down with the Colorado GOP this weekend. And all I can say is, wow, it was huge. A lot that went down with the Colorado GOP. Then at 4.30, Richard Rush is going to join us to talk sports. Are the Broncos and Buffs back? Hmm? Hmm? So we're going to talk a lot about the sports in the NFL with Richard. And if anyone wants to call in, uh, once again, 303-477-5600. After the break, we're going to talk a little bit about what happened in the House of Representatives and a dog. Okay, that's coming up next. Uh, Up next is Extreme Auto Repair. They fix things on my wife's car that other shops missed or couldn't handle. To get the best, call Extreme at 303-841-1071, or you can find them at klzradio.com. Everyone has had a bad experience getting car repairs done, and that's what motivates the team at Extreme Auto Repair. Trust. Extreme wants to build lasting relationships with their clients, so when their ASC master mechanics do inspections, they use a computer program to document the whole process. And if something doesn't seem right, they use a small camera to give you a video of the problem, so you can see for yourself. Extreme Auto Repair is also a pillar in the Parker community. 
having established their shop in 1999 in the same location that they use now. Sean and the staff at Extreme built their business on word of mouth, which says a lot about the confidence they inspire in their customers. Another trust indicator is that a large part of their business is built on repairing professional vehicles, ambulances, vans, and buses that can cause damage or even death if they break down. If ambulance services trust Extreme Auto Repair to maintain their vehicles, you should too. So go to klzradio.com slash extreme to schedule your maintenance, repair, or inspection today. Bruce Simmons with American Liberty Mortgage. If you're 62 or older, call Bruce Simmons and he'll show how a reverse mortgage makes your home investment pay off right now. 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821. A reverse mortgage can make sense for you if you are properly prepared. KLZ's reverse mortgage professor, Bruce Simmons, can help make sure you are ready. Many things you do not need to do first, like paying your bills off first or making certain repairs. And sometimes you will need to shore up some things on the home title or a repair that Bruce knows will be needed for the appraisal. The point is you can be prepared for a reverse mortgage and move now rather than waiting. In an interest rate increasing environment, acting quicker rather than later puts more money in in your pocket. Call Bruce Simmons for a free consultation at 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. And MLS 409914 American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Dr. Scott Faulkner. I have a hard time saying that. Dr. Scott Faulkner. Dr. Scott Faulkner. Everybody say it to yourselves. Dr. Scott Faulkner. He doesn't serve Big Pharma. He only serves you for a total approach to your total health. Call Dr. Scott at 303-663-6990 and pronounce his name right. And you can also find him at klzradio.com. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. Level Engineering with Alan Davis. Alan Davis got solar for my home and now our energy rates stay the same going forward. To get all the information and no pressure, call Alan at 303-378-7537. Alan Davis knows that you value your energy independence. He also knows you would want your own personal power production facility if you could. That can happen today with solar panels and a battery system if you need it from Level Engineering. There is great pride in ownership and knowing that no one else can cut off your electricity and keep you from achieving complete energy freedom. KLZ listeners have taken these brave steps working with Alan. The typical benefits include no increase ever in your power bill. 
No additional bill due to the smart meter the power company has installed. And great savings on your power bill. Usually only about 65 to 75% of the amount you were going to pay the power company. Most everyone who now has solar is thrilled that they got it. Just like some of our KLZ listeners. They love the freedom from the power company it gives them. And they loved the huge tax credit too. Call Alan Davis for a no-obligation quote. Call 303-378-7537. That's 303-378-7537. God. Country. Reason. Now back to John Rush. And welcome back to Rush Reason. Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Andy Pate filling in for John Rush along with Tanner Cole. Man. That's right. You are a man among men, Tanner. You know, I noticed that when you were walking in here today, you were literally having to peel off like three or four girls who were <laughs> hanging all over you. Is it hard to walk down the street? Sometimes. Yeah? I, I yeah. get weird looks. And it's expensive when you go like to fast food because you got to buy for four. Practically, yeah. Yeah, you got to feed them. I mean, look, if they're going to hang around you this much, you don't want to let them starve. Okay, you know, you look really strange today. You know why? I've never seen you before without a house speaker. Mm. You don't have a house speaker. In fact, none of us have a house speaker. Have you noticed this? Strange times we live in. (laughs) Strange times. Uh, House speaker Kevin McCarthy was stripped of his gavel on Tuesday afternoon. I'm reading this from Town Hall. Via roll call vote on Representative Matt Gates's motion to vacate the chair. Uh, by a vote of 216 to 210, the historic motion prevailed as uh, Steve Womack declared the resolution is adopted. The Speaker of the House of the United States, House of Representatives, is hereby declared vacant. Now, they don't have somebody else to put in. And I'm sure they're going to have some people run for it. I could bring up some names. We don't have time for it. Uh, just in case anybody was wondering if anybody from Colorado voted in favor obviously all the democrats voted so this group because there were let's see here one let's see one two three four five six seven i see seven maybe there were eight uh republicans voted along with all the democrats and one of the republic and one of them is here in colorado and that's ken buck so ken buck voted to have mccarthy lose his gavel and now we have nobody there what do you think? Bad situation. It is a bad. I mean, how does it make us look? It just, it, it, it's sad to see because we had Republicans vote for it, in my opinion. But I guess if you want the more conservative voice, yes, that makes sense. But this time, not having anyone there, I think, is worse than having McCarthy. Yeah, I mean, the, the group that wanted to do this amongst the Republicans, of course, and it's a very small group, obviously, who what they're doing is weapon they're joining the democrats matt gates yeah okay there were eight total because he's one of them matt gates is joining the democrats to get rid of mccarthy but the reason gates and this group is doing it is they are very upset of course at um i almost said mcconnell i mix them up mccarthy they they are very upset at mccarthy for the budget deal that he recently recently struck a deal with the democrats i'm just going to say this Look, uh, there are a number of people who I think would be good. Steve Scalise jumps to mind as a, as a possibility. I don't know if he'd get voted in because I think this is going to be really hard now getting a majority to put one in because you're going to have people who are loyal to McCarthy who are going to say, we're not going to vote for anybody you put up. Mm-hmm. We're mad. Okay, we're mad that you did this. But here's the big thing. 
And I kind of want to ask you as a young voter what you think of this. Basically, what these people are saying is we want the Speaker of the House to be a hardline conservative. Now, obviously, I am a hardline mm-hmm. conservative, so in a lot of ways I would like that. But what, what they're trying to do is basically say we want to run the House as if we have a 50-seat majority instead of a five-seat majority. We want to put through only really conservative items, you know, strip all the funding for Ukraine, which I would love. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I don't think we should put any more money to it. We want to do a lot of things that Andy Pate would like, but here's the problem. Um, none of that is going to get through the Senate or the White House, right? which means zero will happen. So as a young voter, you know a lot of other young voters. You know young voters on both sides of the aisle, right? Correct. Overall, what would they think of the House suddenly lurching far right, like me, basically the House becoming Andy, and then putting through a bunch of stuff that has no chance? It, it just seems like a waste of time, money, and effort, unfortunately, I mean, if they put someone that's way more far left, I don't think that's a better option because then everything will get passed. They left won't. And right. No, they're not going to do that. Right. There's no way because, I mean, this group wants a hardcore right, right. winger. And I, I just kind of think there's no shot that they even find the guy or woman fit for the job. However, like, I think young voters rather see something change right now on both sides um, that are at least reasonable and not so far left, so far right that they can't see straight. But I think not having a representative in that position is a tough look. Yeah, and these are largely Liberty Caucus uh, people, Gates, Biggs, Buck, uh, uh, Burkett, Crane. But most of them are from very safe districts, and so is Buck, by the way. He's from a safe district. Um, I don't see anybody there from purple districts to mm-hmm. where they're – even Lauren Boebert voted against this, okay? so And she's in a very tough district. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I – I don't know how this is going to go. But anyway, folks, just so you know, we do not have a House Speaker. In case you're thinking, man, I feel lighter. That's because you don't have a House Speaker right now. Okay, you, you know, you shed a House Speaker, and we'll see how that comes down. I would say the top contender is Steve Scalise, but I have no idea. I mean, really, that, that's a guess. Just a guess. Okay, before we go to break, you had a story that just happened. This is a little more fun. Go ahead. Well, reportedly, the White House staff and Secret Service members are not too happy with the Biden's dog named Commander, which just kills me because Biden's not a commander-in-chief and the commanders are out of D.C., so what do you know? But anyways, (laughs) this dog, Commander, has apparently bitten 11 Secret Service members at this point. Oh, my gosh. And the reason being, they say, is because they're not as friendly as the other people in in the White House. But, however, he's nice to all the liberals just walking around because they're nice to him, quote-unquote. So it seems like the dog just kind of hates the U.S. My gosh! It's a crazy story. Well, I guarantee you, on average, the Secret Service is a lot more conservative than those who surround uh, Joe Biden, on average. This dog hates conservatives. They also had to hospitalize a a Secret Service member for being bitten the arm and leg. Oh, my gosh. That's horrible. Well, what kind of dog is it? Well, it's a German Shepherd, and the photo of it, it looks like a demon dog. Oh, my gosh. They should nickname it Bitey. (laughs) And, uh, no, you got to put it down. Look, if you've got a dog that is biting people all over the place, unless you're going to keep it at home in a place where no other people are around, and especially no children. 
by the way, because a dog who would do that is dangerous around anyone. And, kill any child. Oh, a German Shepherd? Yeah. Could kill a kid in no time. Right. And um, the dog needs to be put down. What do you think? I agree. I mean, 11 times is 10, 9 times too many, especially with that type of dog. If it's a 30-pound dog, no one's going to care. That's horrifying. It's crazy. I mean, I would be scared to get near it. And they just want... You know, but this is D.C. justice. Uh, people who commit these kinds of crimes in D.C., none of them get, right. pun- get punished. Yeah, I mean, you, you could... You can assault anyone you want in D.C., so maybe they're looking at him as basically... Maybe maybe the dog can run for mayor. He's an American hero, yeah. Or he could be the new district attorney. What well, do you think? I mean... The new D.A. His uh, owner's son has gotten scotch-free from everything, so it looks like the dog's going to walk. Yeah, well, the dog is against the cops, obviously, so defund the cops. He's a defund the cops dog. He doesn't like the the cops. He doesn't like anybody who might enforce any kind of law and order, just like his uh, owner. Yeah. yeah, well, apparently the White House is a scary place for dogs because there's guns and big men, so. Oh, golly gee. I mean, uh, that, I, I weep for them. I, I, are there actually guns in the White House just open like that? I really doubt that. Well, I mean, with them, there would be. I mean, <laughs> uh, they, I mean obviously, your security has to be armed to the teeth and right. ready to defend the um, commander-in-chief, who in this case is a dog. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, this is terrible. Every, every time you turn around, there's another embarrassment from the White House. This is, this is you know, I think back to Barack Obama, and he was an embarrassment in a lot of ways. He was. And I won't even go into them. Right. We don't have time, but he was. And I think back to... George Bush, in some ways, I found somewhat embarrassing. I, you know, I thought Clinton was actually fairly effective, except for yeah. obviously, and that was embarrassing. Um, uh, Carter was incredibly embarrassing, right? Mm-hmm. This is, but but Biden puts them all to shame <laughs> by a long shot. Yeah, I wonder if this dog falls downstairs. Well, if you're going on a walk with Biden, you have to be prepared to do that. I would think. I mean, just you know, so you can roll together. I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm picking on Biden's walking, but really, the the guy, I, even when he was younger, did have some trouble with stairs. It's just a thing, hmm. you know. I have trouble with stairs, so whatever. Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, I'm going to talk about God, okay? And I'm going to talk about how you don't have to, yeah, it's not stupid to actually believe God exists. You ready for that? Ready. All right, up next is veteran windows. As temperatures change, old windows and doors struggle to maintain the seals. It's true. Bottom line, you're losing money, lots of it. To keep your temperatures and your money inside your home, call Veteran at 303-529-0720. Veteran Windows and Doors guarantees that every one of their window installations is completed the right way. Veteran knows from their over 25 years of experience that 70% of window installations are done incorrectly by other companies. For example, you may have noticed your windows leaking in water when it rains. This is often due to improper flashing of the windows or no flashing at all. And water seeping in through your windows will damage your drywall, insulation, and more. And even if you own a newer home, there is a good chance that the windows were not installed with the correct flashing. Veteran Windows and Doors promise their windows will be installed properly with the necessary flashing. In fact, Veteran gives you a lifetime warranty on your windows and doors. They will do every job right every time. And for the month of September only, receive 35% off products and free installation. Reach out to them today by going to klzradio.com window. That's klzradio.com window. Ridgeline Auto Brokers. When you're looking at used cars, you want good selection and the best inspections. Ridgeline is both, and you can find them at 303-442-4141. 
Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. Pop's Garage Door. With winter coming, the last thing you want is a garage door malfunction. Have you ever seen one of those in the winter? Oh, yeah. Isn't it horrible? It's terrible. I mean, you feel totally helpless. It's just awful. Well, for guys who look to fix it before replacing it, call Pop's at 719-399-1089. With Pop's Garage Door expert installation and warranty, you can rest assured that your LiftMaster Garage Door will last up to 20 years. Pop's offers the highest quality, longest-lasting LiftMaster Garage Doors with three times the warranty of the big box store because they know you don't want to replace your garage door every seven years. Pop's Garage Door takes pride in offering you the same price as these other stores because they trust the durability and life of a LiftMaster to far exceed any of the other garage doors. And they deal directly with the LiftMaster manufacturer to simplify the process for you. Pop's is able to to honor the product warranty when they provide LiftMaster doors because LiftMaster stands behind their product. Pops also offers you an additional two-year labor warranty so you can be confident you made the right choice. Get high-quality, long-lasting garage door installations with Pops Garage Door. Go to klzradio.com slash garage. That's klzradio.com slash garage. Cub Creek Heating and Air. For plenty of options with the most efficient, reliable heating in your home, call Doug and Hunter at Cub Creek. That's 303-656-5467, or you can find them at klzradio.com. Doug Hunter back on a job from Cub Creek Heating and AC. You'll see smooth joints, straight seams, and quality American craftsmanship that they truly take pride in. They know that a furnace is a furnace, so the real uniqueness in what they do is the quality of their work. Cub Creek takes the time and care to look at your entire home instead of just looking at your ductwork and unit, making the result much more dependable and of higher quality. They guarantee their work with a two-year labor warranty on top of the manufacturer's warranty. They know the most expensive option isn't always the right option either. So when they make recommendations for you, it's not a formula or a system. They engineer it specifically for you, which is why they are exclusive Ream Heating and Cooling Pro Partners. Check out the team at Cub Creek today. Go to klzradio.com HVAC to get in touch. Now back to Rush to Reason. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. 
And welcome back to Rush Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Andy Pate filling in for John Rush along with Tanner Cole. Man. Man of all men. Yes, you are. But you'd be a crouching coward if you were at the White House right now. Do you think the Secret Service are like, you know, wearing, um, uh, you know. Um, Gloves. Well, I, I was thinking more dressed like knights, you know. From from the days of yore, I mean, yeah. all metal. I, I I'm not sure I would go near that thing. Uh, Tanner showed me a picture of the dog while it with its mouth open. Oh my gosh, it looked like Jaws, like a grizzly bear or something. It was horrifying. Oh my gosh, and this dog is bitten. A, oh guys, put it down. I'm sorry, the the dog has had it. Okay, now a lot of people can look at Christianity and think, my gosh, this is terribly unfair. If you don't believe, if you do not repent and believe and commit yourself and give your life to someone you can neither see, feel, hear, touch, nor smell, okay, you can't even see them, well, you'll go to hell for all eternity. But if you do, then you get your get out of hell free card and you can go to heaven. It sounds like a fantasy. It sounds silly. And a lot of people are writing it off. Does that sound fair? Yeah. Okay, and especially with young people, would you say a lot of them look at that and just say, no, not for me? Yeah, I, I don't think I know too many, like, actual Christians nowadays. Yeah, there aren't many, especially amongst young people. Mm-hmm. And here I am. I was raised on the other side, and then, I, you know, I, uh, we, we, we actually went to a church, but we were not. It was just it was something you did in my little small town growing up. You know, I was not a Christian. I was an atheist very much. Okay. Why do I actually believe? Am I crazy? Am I just, you know, is this a blind faith? By the way, I want people to understand, here's first why I don't believe. I mean, reasons that I don't have. It's not so I can go to heaven. It's not so I can feel comfortable. It's not because I can't handle life and I need that great counselor in the sky to get me through the hard times. Mm -hmm. Okay, and make me feel good and make me feel comforted. He is the great comforter. He is there for me. I do believe in eternity. But let me tell you right now, and I mean this, and this always shocks people when I tell them this. If God came to me today and told me, Andy, everybody who believes in me and commits their lives to me will come be with me forever except you. You're not going to come. You go to hell. Sorry, that's the way it is. You do not, you know, you do not pass go. You do not collect $200. You go straight to hell. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm not going to fix anything in your life. I'm not going to fix your relationships. I'm not going to make anything go well for you. In fact, I'm going to make your life go worse. You know what? I'd still believe in him, and I would still follow him. It wouldn't change a single thing. I don't follow God because it works for me. It doesn't work for me. It's made my life much harder, to be honest, overall, because I basically lost my family mm-hmm. by believing in this, you know, partly because, you know, we had such a division of beliefs that becomes incompatible. It, it, it's, you know, it, and also politics entered into that after right. a while. But also because I was annoying. Let's face facts. I told you why earlier, right, mm-hmm. when you become a new Christian. I... Being a Christian hasn't made my life better. It hasn't fixed anything. Now, in some ways it has, you know, and I do draw comfort from it every day. But I never became a Christian because it works for me. I never became a Christian because of what it does for me. And I didn't become a Christian because of the eternal get out of hell free card. Mm -hmm. I just want people to know that. Okay, do you want to hear why? Let's hear it. Okay. Evidence. Um, Romans one twenty says this. uh, Since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities. Okay, the stuff you can't see. 
God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so that men are without excuse. In other words, okay, even though you can't see, feel, hear, touch, smell this guy, God, uh, everything around you, it, the evidence is so obvious that men are without excuse. Now, mm-hmm. young people today look at that and say, no, it isn't. It's not obvious at all. I don't see it at all. Right? Right. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to give you some evidence, and I think it's very obvious. Here's the biggest proof, us. We have a thing called progressive creativity. Now, you don't know what that is, so I'll explain it. Okay? Progressive, you know, um, there is creativity throughout the animal kingdom, mm-hmm. right? Ants create anthills, and they adapt it to various crevices. Um, you have uh, beavers create dams, and they adapt that to various water flows and so forth. You know, um, chimpanzees, dolphins, so forth. There is creativity throughout the animal kingdom. However, progressive creativity is the desire and ability to progress with your creativity from generation to generation within a species to progress with it's the desire and ability of a species to progress with its use of creativity. So in other words, while beavers are making the same dams that they've made for thousands of years Mm -hmm. and they have no desire or ability to make better ones and to upgrade and to turn them into bridges and to turn, you know, while they are like that, we are building space shuttles. Mm -hmm. Okay. Especially if we work with Elon Musk. Okay. So we are, we are doing that. And so, we progress from generation to generation. We make bigger, better, bigger, better, bigger, better, littler, better, littler, better, littler, better things, and so forth. And sometimes we make worse things, like every upgrade for your phone. Okay? But we constantly progress with our use of creativity. No other creature does. Now, you can say chimpanzees in the lab, but that is if you infuse human, right, right. experience. Like, you, we are helping them do this and do that. Yeah, they learn, of course. But that's with humans. If you take, if apes are not in the lab, they are acting exactly the same as they have for thousands of years with no desire or ability to progress. Okay. So the question is, progressive creativity, where did it come from? Why do we have it? And how come nobody else does? Because there's no evidence that anyone else has it. This is what's made us. We're not that impressive of a species, really. I mean, if you look at a cheetah, that's an impressive species. Right. Right? If you look at an ape, that's an impressive species. If you look at dolphins, very impressive. We're not that, we're not that impressive, and yet we dominate the world, for good or bad. We do incredible things, or we can blow it up. Right? Right. Or we can make shows like The View. I mean, we do horrible things. Okay. Um, we can wreak terrible havoc, and we unleash dogs at the White House. <laughs> Okay, so the question is, where does progressive creativity come from? Why, does, why is mankind the only one that has it? Humankind, of course. Um, the atheist answer right away would be what? Intelligence. Well, it came with greater intelligence. We're much more intelligent, therefore, that's why we have it. Well, there's a real problem with that, Tanner, because if you tie progressive creativity to intellect, then you would see throughout the animal kingdom, as creatures get more and more intelligence you would see them get more and more progressive creativity. Right. All right? Now, think about what you actually see. If, as you look throughout the animal kingdom, you see, you know, basically uh, you start with, I don't know, you know, amoebas, then insects, and up to, you know, we'll just jump up, up to dogs, and up to dolphins, and chimpanzees, and finally up to mankind, and then finally at the top, my wife. Okay, if you want the smartest person around. So, she is the top. 
of the food chain. Just tell, and I'm near the bottom, as a matter of fact. Um, that's just the way it goes in our home. So, if as you look through the um, animal kingdom, you, you'll go more, 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 more. I'm go, my hands going up right now. More, 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 and then my wife. Okay, at the top for intellect. Now, here's if if, if intellect is tied to progressive creativity, they should. At some point along the way, you should start to see it start and then increase. Right. Right? Instead, here's what you have. None, 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 all with us. It's not tied together at all. Okay. And so the question is, where did it come from? And there's a very simple answer, and it's in Genesis. No, I'm not going to read a bunch of scripture to you guys. I don't want to do that to you. But as you look in Genesis, you see God. And he says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And long story short, he, he makes this thing. He says, you know, let there be light. And the light was good. And he, then he makes the, that thing. And, and then he makes the land. And then he makes the seas. And he makes vegetation. And he makes animals. He makes two great lights in the sky, sun and, sun and moon. And he does all these things. He's creating progressively. Mm-hmm. He's not adapting to, sur- to his surroundings to survive. He has no surroundings. He doesn't need anything to survive. Right. He is progressively creating because it pleases him. All right. And then in verses 26 and 27, God does something he hasn't done with any of the other things. He says, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish of the sea, birds of the sky, livestock and all this, and over the creatures that move along the ground. Here's the bottom line. He made us in his image. And it says in 27, in the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. So here you have a progressively creative God who then says, I'm going to make one group, one species, only one like me Mm -hmm. in this way. Progressively creative. Right. It's right there in context. Okay. And that's what makes it special. That's what makes us special. And by the way, that's what makes us dominant. That's why he then looks and says, and you you may rule over all these things. It's called dominion. All right. When you look at the planet, one of the least impressive physically species around humans run everything. Don't we? Definitely. Yeah. We pave everything else under. Okay. Basically, you know, there are bunnies out there that are nothing more than lumps because we paved over them. Mm -hmm. And this is progressive creativity. Where did it come from now? If you try to look at it in any kind of an evolutionary sense, it doesn't work. Because you would have to see some path to it. Right. At some point, it would have to increase, either from common ancestors or through the animal kingdom. Neither happens. If you look at it through, say, the New Age or Eastern mysticism, well, we're all tied together in those ways, too. That's why you can be reincarnated into a cow or whatever. Um, once again, no. There's absolute, we would have that in common with them, but we don't. None of these things work. And then you come to Genesis 1, and it's right there. And it tells you exactly why it is. Now, there are other reasons why he did that. I can't go into it. It would take too long. But there you go. Progressive creativity. Does that at least sound like something? Do I sound like an idiot who just fell into this and wanted something to comfort me for all eternity? Or does that at least make some sense? Well, I will be using that from now on. So thank you. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Happy to help. Well, we got some more. Um, let me do one more and then we'll go to break. Okay. Transitional forms. Now, this is in the uh, fossil record. And when people think about transitional forms between species, they think you're looking for ape man or cowbird or whatever. I'd like to see a cowbird. I think that'd be very cool. Uh, actually, no, folks. Transitional forms, the main thing is 
partial parts. Partial arms, partial legs, partial eye sockets, partial skulls, partial things. And here's why. Hypothetically, if the fossil record, if you look at it and you see, you know, all the layers going down, right, down through the centuries and thousands and millions and trillions and quadzillions of years, if you... If that was the story of evolution as we've been taught, by the way, I believe in microevolution within a species, species adapting to their surroundings. Definitely. Macroevolution is across species. That's totally different. Here's the thing, and I know I'm getting boring here, now I'll get exciting. If that actually happened, then, and you look at everything that we see today, you would only see in the upper, like, bitty, bitty 1%-ish of the fossil record Everything else down below it, you would see transitions Mm -hmm. of these things. You would see partial arms, partial wings, partial legs, partial skulls, partial this, partial that, over long periods of time, developing slowly through layer by layer by layer. See why that is? Mm -hmm. You'd have to. You would be seeing these partial developments. You wouldn't have something as complex as an arm just appear. Right. All right? That wouldn't make any sense. But what do we see? None of that. We see totally completed parts all the way through, okay? And yes, you have dinosaurs that were earlier, and you have so, but, but everything pops on the, onto the scene fully made. Mm-hmm. You don't see these transitional forms. You know, and I, can't, I'll, I could go into ape men, it would take too long, but do you see the problem with that? Mm-hmm. You have, you're not seeing what you should see. 99% of the fossil record going down should be all transitional forms, transitioning to what we have today. Mm-hmm. Now, you would have some completed things in there, of course. Right. Along the way, they have to function. But you would at least see the transitional development of these things, and you do not. Okay? That's a big problem. One last thing, and then we're going to go to break. The complexity of the eye. And when we come back, we're not going to be talking about science, folks. I'm just going to do the science first. The complexity of the eye. Um, do you know how complex the eye is? I remember learning about all the parts. Yeah, it's incredible. So let me just go through a few parts. The lens, the cornea, the retina, the optic nerve, the portion of the brain. You have to have a portion of the brain that's specifically designed to take in visual information and translate it for use, right? That way you don't veer into traffic. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of an important thing. Uh, eyelashes and eyelids, uh, lubrication, you know, tears, which, you know, you see a lot of at Packer games. I see a lot of them. I deal with it. My, my eyes are incredibly well lubricated. And, you, and then, of course, the eye socket that has to hold it all in place. Now, if, according to evolution, things either came, or, came about by one of two pl- ways. Gradualism, and that's Darwinian gradualism. In other words, it builds up little by little by little by little by little, adding pieces over the centuries. Or mutation, leaps forward. Okay, you suddenly mutate, something mutates, and then you have something, right? You have a new characteristic, and it's advantageous, and so you can hold on to it. Here's the thing. This is all run by a thing called natural selection. Now, natural selection means this. Anything that's advantageous to the species stays Mm -hmm. because it helps you survive. Right. Anything that's not advantageous goes. Mm -hmm. It's selected out because, you know, and so if you have one cat that only has three legs— you're not going to have a whole new species of cats with three legs. Right. That's going to be selected out. They're going to be eaten. They're going to be gone. And you're going to only have the four-leg kind. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Back to the eye, and then we're going to go to break. These parts, none of them work without all the others. 
It doesn't matter if you have light come in through the lens and with the cornea hit the retina. Unless None of that matters unless you have an optic nerve to transmit the information to a portion of the brain that uses it. And it's all got to be lubricated. Otherwise, it's going to fall apart. And you have to have an eye socket that holds it. Otherwise, it's nothing but jelly on the surface. And it would be a disadvantage to the species. Right. So you can't just go from the first photosensitive cell up to this kind of complexity without a zillion, a lot of steps that are all disadvantageous. Mm -hmm. They would be selected out. Okay. If you just had a retina, it'd be worthless and it'd be selected out. It's no good unless you have all the other parts. If you just had a lens, it would be selected out. It'd just be something on the surface of a creature bringing virtually no value. Same with cornea, optic nerve. Obviously, without the portion of the brain to translate it all, it's worthless. Without the eye socket, it's jelly on the surface. It'd be selected right out. It'd come right off the species. Am I making sense? Yes. Okay. Um, So having it come across gradually wouldn't work. It would be selected out. So all that's left is mutation. But here's the problem. What are the odds of all those facets mutating out of nowhere at the same time? Because it couldn't be one by one by one. Then they'd be selected out. Mutating at the same time and all put together perfectly in that eye socket, ready to function and ready to go. What are the odds of that? Negative 1,000. Yeah, okay. Well, here's the problem. Um, Do you want to bet eternity on those odds? That's my problem. Okay, and the eye, I could go into the wing. My gosh, the wing is a pulley system, by the way. Uh, Feathers. These are supposedly, it's been said that they came from because birds came from reptiles, supposedly. So feathers came from scales. That's ridiculous. Feathers are interwoven fibers. Scales are a plate. If you, like, fray the scale, then it holds air less. It's disadvantageous. There's no way to go from a scale to a feather without being selected out. And by making sense. It doesn't work, folks. And it doesn't matter if you add millions and billions and trillions and quadzillions of years. You're still not going to get progressive creativity where you don't have it. You're still not going to have transitional forms because we don't see them. And you're still not going to um, have, the, have an eye come about by either Darwinian or mutation. There, I'm done. And, and that's just a quick example of the physical reasons why I say there's a creator. I was made. We were made, okay? And I believe it. It's not because I'm dumb and need comfort. It's because it makes sense. Fair enough? Fair enough. Okay, let's take a break. Uh, Up next, whoa, sorry about that. I dropped something. Something else that makes sense is High Five Plumbing. At High Five, the technicians are all top-notch, and they make you feel that way, too. That's huge when you have a plumbing issue. So call High Five today at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing knows that trees in your yard can wreak havoc on your pipes, and they can fix the problem for good. Tree root intrusion occurs because the roots in your yard are naturally attracted to the moisture provided by your sewer lines. As the roots grow closer to your sewer system, the water inside functions like a fertilizer, causing them to pierce the lines, creating huge leaks and major obstructions. High Five uses a six-month drain treatment that has been proven effective against tree roots in an environmentally friendly process. High Five can use herbicides, hydrojetting, and augers to make sure that the root system is cleared and the tree stays healthy. And when you are a High Five Club member, the inspection is free, your appointment is priority, and you don't pay the service fee. You've got slow drains, gurgling toilets, or smell sewage outside your home. 
Call High Five for this at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing today. American National Insurance, recommended by John Rush. Paul Lewenberger is the insurance guy you can trust with all your insurance needs. Call Paul at 303-662-0789. Paul Lewenberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way, saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789. Michael Bailey Law, procrastination will cost you, but procrastinating with your will could cost those you love most. Don't wait. Call Michael Bailey at 720-730-7274, or you can find him at klzradio.com. There's an old superstition that some people believe that says that if you start planning your estate or completing a will, it could lead to death of the signer. Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, wants you to know that he has never, not one time, caused a person signing their will to meet an untimely demise. Michael comes to you, so there's no chance of a car accident or other fatal trauma. He is so sure that he will not cause your death that he will guarantee that talking about your death will not welcome it or your money back. In fact, Michael Bailey is proof that it won't because he talks about death every day with clients and he's still alive. There are plenty of flimsy reasons to put off getting your affairs in order, but fear that it will trigger your death is not one of them. So reach out to the mobile estate planner, Michael Bailey, today. Go to klzradio.com estate and fill out a short form that he promises will not cause you to perish prematurely. Whether you want to give to others, travel the world, or just retain your lifestyle, Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial can help you make it a reality. Al will carefully look over your assets with your wants and needs in mind to plan for volatility, performance, and expenses. He has the experience of knowing when volatility will be outside of your risk tolerance. He also takes into consideration your own wants and needs and realistically helps you to organize your expenses. And most importantly, his 30 years in the field helps him to anticipate market changes and respond in the most responsible, proactive way. Al will document your financial plan like a roadmap so you can understand it as well as refer to it when you need to. Whether you're approaching retirement or already there, contact Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial today at klzradio.com money. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. 
Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Andy Pate filling in for John Rush along with Tanner Cole. Man. That's right. Tanner, uh, I was also going to go into the fact that we humans value unselfishness above all things. And believe it or not, um, animals don't. Mm -hmm. To us... We look at people's motives as the most important thing. Animals don't. But I don't have time to prove that. I can, but I don't have time. Here's what I want to say. Folks, I know we're annoying. We can be. But we're not a threat. Here's a question, Tanner. When did Jesus and the apostles ever try to force non-Christians to live like Christians? Never. Never. Exactly. See, folks, there is no Christian jihad. We're not a danger. I'm not saying there now and then won't be a crazy Christian try to shoot up an abortion clinic. When you have a group this large, you will have crazies. Mm-hmm. That's in any group this large. Right. It could be skateboarders. Yeah. Okay, it doesn't matter. But overwhelmingly, Christians want religious freedom, not religious dominance. So I just want people to understand, we're not a bunch of naive, dumb people. We have real reasons to believe, and those reasons are important to us. And most importantly, we're not a threat. We're not out there shooting up Chicago, okay? We're not out there blowing up planes. We're not out there doing a lot of the things that, quite frankly, a lot of others are. So maybe, just maybe, we can treat Christians the same as everyone else. Fair enough? Fair enough. Okay, folks, that's it for hour number one. In hour number two, we're going to be talking GOP power moves with Eli Bremer and sports with Richard Rush. So keep it right here on Rush to Reason, KLZ 560.